5: Hello and welcome to episode six hundred and fifteen of the Veasan Market Insights podcast. I am your host Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday! The weekend is ahead of us, guys. I'm excited, trying to finish up our week on a high note. And boy, did we cash! A wise guy bet, if I've ever seen one, you know what I'm talking about. Uri Slavkovsky, and this was kind of a late evolving thing for me, guys. But I want to give a quick shout out to my guy Jonathan Davis from the NHL uh, NHL Network here, as well as Emily Kaplan, who Emily Kaplan uh, on the Mount Rushmore of uh, insiders that we can trust. We just knocked Woj off the Mount Rushmore, put Emily Kaplan up there, number one. She told us that debrinkit on the morning of the uh, draft will be traded. He was traded to Ottawa. She also said, no, 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 it's not going to be. Shane right? it's going to be Uri Slavkovsky so boy was this fantastic guys this was kind of again a late addition to our card I know no one really talks about the NHL draft But our guy, Slavkovsky, went number one overall. So I think this is a great teachable moment overall. Uh, Number one, just in terms of, hey, uh, late movement. And this is kind of what I was most excited about cashing last night with Slavkovsky, one, is that we really read the market. We read the tea leaves. There's also a great uh, mock draft from The Athletic, Corey Prodman, who was saying pretty much, in other words, late steam, late steam. I think the quote he said was, you know, when a player is trending in the right direction, uh, unlike the last couple days before the draft, typically they continue to trend that way. It doesn't really go back. Back the other way so we saw that movement obviously right was you know minus 5, 000, minus five thousand, minus a thousand you know leading up to the draft and then on the day of the draft or the last 24 hours he went from minus 300 all the way down to minus 200 uh and we saw Slavkovsky really rise here big late steam just like Stingley in the NFL draft there going third overall but he was plus 175 down to plus 100 and then I jumped on um uh, we did betting across America, obviously, but then I jumped on Rush Hour uh, with my guy, um, uh, Holden Kushner, and Holden was like, "I heard you had to play on the draft. Like, what's going on?" So I I dialed up and had all my my lines ready to go. Uh, again, I have PTSD from the NBA draft, obviously, but when I was watching on the DraftKings uh, sportsbook page. The line was moving as I was like doing my uh, my hit there with rush hour. So Slavkovsky was plus one fifty, plus one seventy five, down to plus one hundred. Then he flipped over to like an even money. Then he went to a minus number, and then right before the draft, about the last I would say I don't know ten minutes. Excuse me, guys. Uh, he flipped all the way to a minus one fifty favorite, and then he closed minus two hundred, and then the odds evaporated and went off the board. So a couple of teachable moments here. Number one. Insiders that we can trust. Emily Kaplan, we love you. Uh, you know, sources that we can trust. Jonathan Davis, thank you, my man. Appreciate that. The night before the draft, Mr. Davis was telling me why Koski was the guy. But it's all about that late movement, that late steam. And I think when we talk about drafts, guys, there's one of two ways to approach it. You want to get a good number early. Like I know, you know, Gil Alexander and a couple other people got a really good number on Bancaro, like twenty to one, something like that to go first overall. But I think the way to attack these draft guys, it's not gonna be a, a sexy thing for me to say but it's wait until the very last minute. You know, again, we we spend we have shows to do. Obviously, we have coverage that we want to do. We have our own opinions here. But all those early moves, to be honest with you, sometimes it's better to just wait until the very last day. Where is that late steam going? And uh, when I saw that line continuing to go towards Slavkovsky, and everyone is saying Shane Wright, the betting market lined up with Emily Kaplan. It lined up uh, with kind of that athletic mock draft. So I think this is a great teaching moment moving forward that when we're betting drafts, we all want to get out ahead of it, and people are going to be asking you, who do you like, who do you like? Uh, it's not a sexy answer, but you should tell them, hey, I don't really know. I'm going to wait until the very last second, and I'm going to go with the late steam. And if people don't believe in steam, I think you believe in it now after Ben Caro, and I think you believe in it now after our guy Slavkovsky comes up bigly for the team going first overall. So a fantastic hit with our guy Slavkovsky. Got my revenge. Uh, and again, here's the other thing about betting. Got my revenge from the NBA draft, but here's the thing about betting. You can fool me once, and that happens. Again, people lose bets. You know, Sometimes we make decisions that goes the other way. But I think the thing with sports betting is you use losses to kind of make you learn and make make sure that next time something like that happens again, you put yourself on the right side. So my whole point being, did I take it on the chin with the NBA draft? Of course. I got crushed on Twitter. People calling me an idiot. People saying I'm a loser. Uh, I know I put out a tweet about a 30 for 30, which I thought was funny, but people rubbed it in my face. I get it. Hashtag old takes exposed. Sure, I get it. You can uh, you can dance on my grave here. But again, I took a loss, but I learned from that loss. And you know what I learned from that loss? Don't trust insiders, except if they're Emily Kaplan. And then also go with the late steam. The late steam is super predictive. And whether it's you know it's leaking out information, someone knows something, people are betting the numbers. The market is efficient, and the market is what you want to follow. So. Yes, I lost Jabari Smith, but we won Slavkovsky. And now moving forward, I will always, always, always go with that late steam. And we had a great winner last night with Slavkovsky. So you love to see it. Uh, and it's always nice when you cash a bet on a guy who, you know, two days before I had never even heard of, and then we get down on the sharp move and we cash bigly. So Slavkovsky getting it done. Hopefully, you guys are able to jump on it. And a lot of us got some plus money, plus 125, you know, plus 100, a little bit there. Uh, but either way, we cashed a big NHL prop bet. And again, we, we, we kind of uh, got our revenge for that debacle of the NBA draft. If you're like me and you put Jabari Smith in as soon as Woj told you it was going to happen. But anyway, guys, looking toward yesterday, we did turn a small profit thanks to our Slavkoski bet, four and three plus zero point four three units. WNBA, poor one out. We won two in a row uh, with our totals, and then the sky obviously felt like scoring a million points and killing our over there, or sorry, killing our under. But we did grind MLB, so a little bit of a bounce back in MLB. Uh, we were what four and what were we three and two in MLB? The Red Sox under did not hit. That thing uh, landed 11 at under 11 or under 9. Arizona, uh, they keep teasing me, and they're kind of sharp today again with a big move, and I'm like, Jesus, do I have to bet you again? Uh, but we got the White Sox under. We got the Fathers. Remember, day off, uh, favorite versus a tired dog, now 62%. And the Cubbies under. That one was a little bit of a sweat, but it landed on 8. And again, we're reading the market, guys. That Cubs game with the Dodgers, open 8.5, juiced up under, minus 120. Luckily, we jumped on the eight and a half. We predicted that. We got closing line value because a lot of those books ended up closing at eight. So overall, four and three. And thanks to our guy, Slavkovsky, we turned a profit last night. Four and three plus 0.43 units. So you love to see it. With that being said, guys, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a bit of a quick pod because I have double duty today. I got a double header. Let's play two. I'm going to co-host Lombardi line from 12 to two with my guy, Dave Ross. Then I'll be co-hosting betting across America three to four with my guy, Mike Pritchard. So this isn't going to be the most in-depth podcast of all time. Cause I got to uh, run pretty soon and get ready for Lombardi line, but I have six major league baseball bets that I want to share with you. We have two bets in pocket for UFC. And I added one more today. It's not the greatest, um, you know, it doesn't check off every box. These fighters are the same age and the same height, but one guy has a really big reach. Uh, And the other guy and that same guy with the big reach has a big line move and a really good bet for a dollar split. So two in pocket UFC. We'll add one more today. There's no WNBA today. That's fine with me. We'll take a break after that annoying uh, loser last night, but it's again, big baseball night, uh, and we will add to our UFC board. So before we dive into all of our plays for today, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email. Then every single day, you'll wake up to my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. You also get a rundown of all the guests and shows. Uh, with uh, with the VSIN schedule that day, you'll get our MLB betting guide every single day from Adam Burke, Derek Carty, Steve Mackinnon, Jason Weingarten. We let off today with a lot of coverage on the Summer League. It's pretty cool. JVT and Maddie Humans are uh, there's a studio that I know my guy Ken Sporch was probably running around putting together, but they are at the Summer League in Vegas doing live uh, shows of the Edge and Hardwood handicappers from Summer League. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, and then it had a great breakdown of deja vu for the sports books with this crazy steam. Uh, going the other way toward our guy, and we were, we were right on it, Slavkovsky. But if you want to read more about Slavkovsky going one, we had a great breakdown in today's newsletter. You also get uh, a lot of UFC coverage, biting from Gamble and Lou, his breakdowns for this weekend. You get NASCAR, gone racing. Uh, also golf uh, uh, coverage here from Wes Reynolds, Brady Cannon on the Scottish Open. Links to all of our city casts, Matty Humans on college football win totals, Michael Lombardi on the NFL, my betting education series toward the bottom of the newsletter. And then, of course, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a Visa and All Access membership. All you have to do is plug in your email, then every single day, um, or sorry, all you got to do once you, once you sign up is put in your email. It's only 19 bucks now until July 31st. So the full month of July here, Uh, and it's still less than a dollar a day, but just $19. It'll get you our college football betting guide, which is coming out the last week in July. You also get all the points for weekly magazines, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows afternoon, best bet emails, everything behind the paywall to help you make the smartest bet that you can. So that's all included in our $19 summer special. It's a burger and a beer. It's a couple beers and a tip. It's not a lot, guys, but you can test it out uh, for less than a dollar a day now until the end of the month, and hopefully you like it. You see really what we can uh, offer you guys in terms of coverage, insight, uh, and best bets and all that kind of stuff, Uh, and then hopefully going toward the football season you'll be confident knowing that, hey, we'll 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 get you covered with a lot of good insight and information. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter uh, so you can follow Emily Kaplan and help cash a bet. Uh, But, of course, on Twitter, it's a great resource for sports bettors because we operate in a real-time market where if you're not – uh, what is it, Ricky Bobby? If you ain't first, you're last. Well, not quite, but, uh, you know, you want to be first so you can get better numbers. That's the whole point of Twitter. Uh, we're staying plugged into a real-time market and jumping on lines that are soft or haven't moved based on information that could affect our bet. Variables, you know, injuries, falling local beat reporters, MLB lineups coming out, scratch starting pitchers, all included there with a Twitter account. So get on Twitter, follow at VEASANLive, the Mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Josh at Beeson.com, questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey. Uh, that will be my goal. You got to refer to a new book, need an app to track your bets. You guys know the deal. Uh, just shoot me an email and I'll guide you in the right direction the best that I can. So on your Slavkovsky day coming up bigly for the team. Four and three plus 0.43 units, a nice bounce back after a rough night. Uh, When was that? On Wednesday night. Uh, But I'm excited about today's slate, guys, and a big weekend ahead. Let's dive right into our Major League Baseball slate uh, slate today because there's a lot of games. I have six bets that caught my eye. Uh, So the first one on the board for me, guys, give me the Rays and Shane McClanahan on the road laying a chalk price. I like the Rays today, guys. They're playing the Cincinnati Red Legs. Uh, Number one, line movement toward Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay opened as low as like minus 125, minus 130 across the market. Uh, We've seen them get steamed up all the way to minus 165, minus 170. So a ton of movement. Uh, in favor of Tampa Bay here. Obviously, you're not getting the best of the number anymore, but I've seen consistent steam on Tampa with no letdown. There's no buyback whatsoever on Cincinnati. So I like this play on Tampa. they will match quite a few systems here. Non-division road favorites, 152 and 89, 63%, 6% ROI. You also have a rest advantage spot, which was the same one with the Padres last night because you had the Reds who played yesterday versus Tampa Bay who had the day off. That spot with a rested favorite day off versus a team on a back-to-back. Uh, now 255 and 160, 61%, about a 3% ROI over the last four years. So That's been a pretty consistent winner here. You also have a favorite low total, correlative betting. Total open at eight. It's down to seven and a half. So the line is dropping to the under, and the line is moving to the favorite. So, again, good correlative betting value there. And Shane McClanahan, it really stems on him, guys. He's really, really great. He's plus 250, I believe, to win the Cy Young. Uh, pretty much a, a co-favorite there with Verlander. I'm wary of betting McClanahan as the Cy because he's already over his innings limit or his innings from last year, and I'm wondering if, as a young pitcher, they'll kind of you know, pull back the reins here during, uh, down the stretch. But as of now, this guy is great. 9-3, 1.74 ERA. His last 11 starts, Tampa Bay is 9-2. In those starts, and he's facing Castillo, who hasn't been terrible—three and four, 3.09 ERA. But the Reds are two and four the last six Castillo starts. Tampa Bay's playing well; they're five and one their last six. Tampa Bay is 32 and 19 as a favorite, and against right-handed pitchers facing Castillo today, they're 35 and 26. Um, and you look at Cincinnati as a dog, 22 and 41. And here's the other—the the the the, uh, the the reverse. Woo, woo, woo The reverse. Uh, seven and 17 against left-handed pitchers facing McClanahan today. So give me a uh, rest first tired system match, a non-division road favorite system match, uh, favorite low total, uh, and then, of course, a big steam move with an interleague favorite interleague line move. So I'm on Tampa Bay, guys. I got Tampa Bay at minus 165. Next play for me. It kills me to say it, but give me the Yankees here. Uh, the Yankees against my Red Sox. Uh, couldn't get the under yesterday. Uh, it was, ended up being a 6-5 game. Uh, but the Yankees had a big uh, big move, but actually it came back the other way when Rizzo and Judge were out. I don't know if they're going to play today, but as soon as this line dropped, guys, all movement's been toward New York. It uh, kills me to say it as a Sox fan, but the Yankees open on the road, about a minus one thirty-five road favorite. We've seen them get bet up all the way to around minus one forty-five, minus one fifty. So this line is moving in favor of New York, very similar to that Tampa Bay spot. This would be not a non-division; it's a division game, but a road favorite, sixty-one percent, three percent ROI this year. And really, it's all about the pitching matchup. Cortez seven and three, two point four four ERA. The Yankees are eleven and four in Cortez's fifteen starts. And they're facing Connor Seabold, who's kind of a, a rookie, like like young pitcher. I don't really think much of this guy's stuff. Watch, he'll pitch a gem today. But 0 one 8.31 ERA. I could see Connor Seabold getting his face ripped off by this Yankees lineup today. So I'm going to bet on Cortez against Seabold. The Yankees are 56-22 as a favorite. They're 26-14 on the road. And against righties, facing Seabold today, they're 41-15. Uh, and also Yankees, Red Sox, four games this year. Yankees are 3-1. and and Boston is really struggling here. Again, they started off terrible. They were awesome in the month of June. They're back to kind of struggling here. They're 3-7, their last 10. Uh, just haven't been playing well as of late. So this line is rocketing up to the Yankees. I'm going to take the Yankees here, guys. Good line move, good steam to a road team. And Cortez, big advantage over Seabold. I'm on the Yankees. I got the Yankees at minus 145. Another sharp non-division road favorite. Give me the Minnesota Twinkies. I'm on the Twins today, guys. Twins are, uh, it's Gray against Gray. Sunny Gray against John Gray. But I like Sunny Gray in this spot. So this one opened Minnesota a very short, almost a pick em number, number, uh, minus 110 slightly to the the, uh, the Twins on the road. Now seeing the Twins get up to minus 120. Some shops are even closer to like minus 125. So that non-division road favorite, again, same match with Tampa, 63% this year. Uh, we also have a system match, same with Tampa and the Padres from the winner last night. Both had the – or sorry, this is a different one. Both had the day off take the favorite. It's not a rest versus tired, but it's a, a both day off benefits the better team both day off take the favorite 63 and 39 62%. So that matches with Minnesota as well. Uh Sunny Gray, 4 and 1, 2.47 ERA. The Twins in Sunny Gray's last 9 starts are 8 and 1. So they've been playing well when he takes the bump. John Gray hasn't been bad, 4 and 4, 3.96 ERA. But Minnesota in this spot, they are 33 and 18 as a favorite, they're 22 and 20 on the road. They're 33 and 29 against Rays. That doesn't sound amazing, but it's all profitable. Texas, 24 and 25 as a dog, 17 and 20 at home, and just 21 and 32 against righties. They've really struggled against righties. And I'm going to bank on not just Sonny Gray, hopefully pitching well, knock on wood, uh, but the bats of Minnesota. They're hitting 253 as a team, uh, only 238 for Texas. And we do have a favorite low total. So line movement to Minnesota. Total on this one is eight. It's down to seven and a half. Looks like some under money in that Texas Minnesota game. A uh, couple more bets for you guys. Uh, so that's three down, three to go. Give me the Chai Sox. I like the Chai Sox. They're getting a little bit healthier here. I saw Eloy Jimenez is back in the lineup. This is Giolito against Scooble. I like this movement toward the the Chai Sox here. The White Sox open about minus 145 at home. We've seen them get bet up all the way uh, to around minus 170. So big line move in favor of the Southsiders. This would match a system uh, favored off a loss who made the playoffs last year, 160 and 86, 65%, a 6% ROI. You also get the pitching matchup, Scooble. He's technically got better numbers than Giolito, 4.06 ERA, Giolito 4. uh what is it? 4.90 ERA. But if you look at Scooble, uh he's got a 6 plus ERA uh, his last 5 starts in the uh, Detroit Tigers are 0 and 5 his last 5 starts whereas Giolito, coming off a good game in San Francisco, I remember cuz I bet San Fran and Giolito uh, blanked me on that one, but 6 innings, 1 run. So maybe Giolito's turning a corner here. Uh, big line move toward the White Sox. They are a, a correlative betting big favorite low total. Uh, total open at eight. Uh, it's Still eight. Some books are juiced up under minus one fifteen though. And Detroit, twenty-seven and thirty-six as a dog. They're twenty-five and thirty-three against righties, and they're just twelve and twenty-three on the road. That's the worst road record in baseball. And uh, Detroit did win yesterday, two to one. So it's also kind of a bounce back spot for the Southsiders. Uh, we can kind of resurrect this a little bit. Woo woo! White Sox against a lefty day. Um, I know Maureen Chase. That was kind of our banger system match. It hasn't been very good this year. It's I think it's seven and nine. But if you look over the last four years, it's still like sixty four percent. So maybe we can uh, resurrect our White Sox against the South Sider Day, uh, South, uh, Southpaw Day system. Uh, these teams have played seven games this year. The Chai Sox are five and two, and really the bats of the South Siders. They're hitting two fifty four versus two thirty one for Detroit. So give me the Chicago White Sox. On the money line, I got the White Sox at minus 169. Uh, Next play for me, guys. One of my favorites, probably my favorite of the day uh, because it's kind of continuing to move, and I got some good numbers on this one, San Diego Padres. I'm going back to the well with the Fathers. Let's go, Dad. Let's go, Dads. Come on, Fathers. Uh, San Diego, at home against San Fran. We got a nice win yesterday. Uh, I'm going back to the well. San Diego opened. Uh, about a minus 130 home favorite. They're now up to around minus 145. So we've seen this line move in favor of San Diego right off the bat. This would be a favorite low total, uh, 7.5 here with a low total with a move toward a favorite as well. Uh, And then the pitching matchup. Uh, Long is on the bump for San Diego, or sorry, for uh, San Francisco. 0-1, but he has a good ERA, 1.78. just hasn't pitched too much. Uh, Blake Snell, 0-5 with a 5.13 ERA. So if Blake Snell hasn't pitched very well, then why, as soon as this line dropped, did the line shoot up to San Diego? That seems fishy to me. Uh, maybe Snell's turning a corner too, hopefully like Giolito. Snell just went against the Dodgers. Five innings, just one run. So, again, hopefully he has some confidence after kind of pretty much shutting down a Dodgers lineup last time out. Also, San Diego 31-23 and 23 as a favorite. They're 22-18 at home. And the big one here, woo, 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 the Padres. 19-9 and nine against left-handed pitchers. So they're facing lefty and long today. Uh, seven games these teams have met up and, and matched up uh, this year. San Diego is five and two in these matchups. They have the better lineup, hitting 241 versus 234. They have the better pitching staff, 3.56 ERA versus 4.04. So pretty good steam immediately toward San Diego. Pretty much no let up. I am on the Padres to get another win tonight. Hopefully minus 145. And then the last play of the night for me, guys. I'm going to ride a line move on arguably quietly one of the hottest teams in baseball, uh, the Seattle. Mariners in Seattle guys if you remember this was a win total that we talked about prior to the year uh, over 83 and a half over 85 and a half you had somewhere around there they got off to a terrible start I said oh we ain't getting this one but they're getting hot they're, they're now 500 now maybe we might be able to get this one uh but Seattle they're 13 and three their last 16 games they are red hot they're playing great and this line opened Toronto at Seattle Toronto like a minus 125 road favorite the lines all the way down to pretty much a pick'em, 105 both sides minus 110. Uh, and that's important because Seattle's only getting 33% of bets. So you have almost 70% of bets on Toronto, yet Toronto opens minus 125. Now we're down to a pick em. That's a reverse, classic reverse line move, guys. Public all over Toronto, yet line dropping to Seattle. Uh, according to our VEASAN.com bet splits, only 33% of bets on Seattle, but they are taking in 46% of money. So that's a plus 13% smart money differential. Stripling, who's on the bump for Toronto, 4-3, three, 3.32 ERA. has been pretty good. Kirby, 2-3, and three, 3.75, but Kirby is coming off a seven-innings, one-run, 9K performance against Oakland, and the Mariners are 5-2 and two in the last seven Kirby starts. Uh, so I, I kind of like that trend toward Kirby pitching well. Uh, and Seattle playing great right now. Now they're at home. Seattle's got a better pitching staff, especially in the bullpen. 3.62 ERA versus 4.13 for Toronto. So make it very simple on yourself. If everyone's betting see, uh, Toronto and Vlad Jr. here, why is the, lines, why is the line moving to Seattle? Let's get this sharp reverse line move. I'm on Seattle, guys. I got Seattle at minus 105. So our six-pack in Major League Baseball, can we get four of these? Give me Tampa Bay, minus 165. New York Yankees, minus 145. Minnesota Twinkies, minus 120. Chicago White Sox, minus 169. San Diego Padres, minus 145. And a nice, almost like an even money play here, small juice price, Seattle, minus 105. There you have it, guys. First half of the pod here in the books. We're going to take a very, very short break. I'll be honest with you. I only got one more bet. So we'll re- we'll reset our UFC card. I'll talk about the bets we already have in pocket, and I'll tell you about the, the bet that I just added uh, based on some some late movement and some good percentage breakdowns. Uh, so we'll hit UFC. Again, no WNBA. And I do got to run and do Lombardi line in a second. Uh, but we will finish up strong after the break, finalizing our UFC card. Two bets in pocket. Biting. Biting. And we're going to add one more here. Let's see if we can get them all. That's my goal. Uh, But don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on a Yuri Slavkovsky uh, late steam sharp money move winner in the NHL draft. A big fade the public Friday. Don't go anywhere talking UFC for a big biting weekend when we return on episode 615 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena every single day betting from a data-driven sharp contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. All right, everyone, we are back at it on Yuri Slavkovsky Day. I, I just can't get over that. That just that really warmed my heart seeing that thing cash uh, and seeing that thing rise, 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 uh, you know, plus money, minus money, minus 150, minus 200 off the board. He goes number one. Um, chef's kiss as good as it gets there uh, with a sharp move on a player that probably no one, none of us and myself included have ever even heard of uh, prior to a couple days ago, but you love to see it guys. We did bounce back four and three plus 0.43 units yesterday. So let's see if we can finish off the week on a hot note. Uh, We did talk MLB six bets. Overall, I'm on the rays, the Yankees, the twins, the white Sox, the Padres and the Mariners Uh, now finishing up our UFC card. So uh, I'll give you guys the update on uh, the two bets we have in pocket. Then I'm going to let you know the bet that I just added uh, today here. So the first couple bets that we have, um, number one, we talked about this one early in the week. I'm glad we did because the line's moving pretty good in our favor. Uh, but Nichukwu, Uh Kennedy Nachukwu. Uh, Nechuku is fighting Carl Ro- uh, Roberson, and we saw really good movement toward Nichukwu. Uh So he opened at like plus 105 Flipped all the way to like minus 140. He's pretty much minus 135, minus 140 right now. But we talked about at minus 120. So got some closing line value there. He's one year younger. He's three inches taller. He's got a massive reach advantage, 83 inches versus 74. So Kennedy Nachukwu is the one that we had had earlier. Right now he's around a minus 135. Uh, the other one that we added was Tercios, Ricky Tercios. Uh, he is fighting Eamon Zahabi. Tercios opened minus 170. He's up to around... Minus 190. I got a minus 190. I'm seeing him close to minus 200 now at some shops, but he's 29. His opponent's 34. He's 5'8. His opponent's 5'7. He's got a 71 inch reach. His opponent's got a 68 inch reach, 68 and a half. So he checks off all the boxes. And now the addition for today, so we can get a uh, hopefully a hat trick here, which would be nice uh, on Slavkovsky Day. But give me Trezian or Trezian T R E S -S E N Trezian Gore. Uh, G-O-R-E. Give me Trescian Gore. Trescian Gore is fighting Cody Brundage. So right off the bat, good line move to Trescian Gore. He opened pretty much a pick 'em minus 110 both sides for this one, and all movement has been going toward on Gore. He opened minus 110. He's now up to minus 140. So good steam move in favor of Gore. Now you don't have a, as I mentioned prior, you don't have a age, you know, youth advantage or height advantage. Both fighters are 28 years old. Uh, both fighters are 6 feet tall. We have a big reach advantage. Tracy on Gore has a reach of 75 inches. Cody Brundage has a reach of 72 inches. That's a good reach advantage in favor of Gore. And then using our visa.com bet splits, this one also was kind of a good sign here. 70% of bets on Gore. Yes, quote unquote, a public play, but he's taking an 84% of the money. So that's a plus 14 smart money, uh, low bets, higher dollar differential. So I added Tracy on Gore uh, minus 140 to our card. So I am sweating. Nichuku minus 120, now he's minus 135, Tercios, minus 190, and on Gore, minus 140. There you have it, guys. I wish I could uh, you know, throw some more NFL uh, futures bets at you, but um, on, a, on a big Friday where I got to pull a doubleheader, uh, I didn't have that much in addition. I will just mention, uh, we did mention on um, Betting Across America yesterday, I'm on the over win total for the Vikings. I'll just throw that at you, uh, over 8.5 wins. Um, i think this could be a, uh, a nine win team or more i'm pretty sure that was over eight and a half was that it yeah and i don't even now i don't even want to give you bad numbers here so look at my my notes my cards i don't even know where is it i, th- I thought it was eight and a half is it eight and a half um da, 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 da. yeah it's eight and a half minus 140 at BetMGM. mGM draftkings is nine over minus 115. So that's notable that DraftKings is a half game higher and they're still juicing up the over. So I bet um, the Minnesota Vikings over 8.5 minus 140. 13th easiest schedule, uh, and I think we're going to get the most out of uh, hopefully Cousins with O'Connell, a quarterback who knows what he's doing and, and schooled under the uh, the Sean McVay school of offense. So just throw that at you, Vikings over 8.5. But anyway, guys, uh, that about does it for today's pod. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it helped you cash our guy Slavkovsky, uh, or maybe you've learned to, hey, take a contrarian angle. You know, be, Don't be afraid to put on the hazmat suit every now and again. Look at line movement. Look at percentages. Look at betting systems. Uh, maybe you're starting to see your bankroll increase a bit. You're starting to flat bet and avoid parlays. You're getting closing line value. You have an app and you're tracking your bets. Now you're learning about yourself as a better. If any of that is true, or if you just want to make my day, let me know. You appreciate the hard work I put in grinding every day in the arena. Uh, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to identify contrarian value, how to place a sports bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you've already picked up a copy, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, and if you're going to, it would mean a lot to me. I'd really appreciate it. Get a, get a copy for that buddy of yours who parlays every home favorite. Uh, and, and, uh, and then doubles down when he's up and you know chases when he's when he's struggling, or he or she. So uh, it would mean a lot to me, guys, if you already have. Thank you, thank you again, seriously. Uh, but there you have it, another day, another dollar. I got to run and do Lombardi line. It's a big day for your boy, but I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, reminder, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, Massachusetts, the clock is ticking. We have until July 31st. You better come to an agreement. Do not let me down again. Hashtag let us bet. Uh, Bumping you in the virtual matrix in New York, breaking handle records every day with mobile betting. Or, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners. I'm talking about the South Point. We were able to get three hot dogs last night. Uh, so flash me a White Sox under. How about a San Diego Fathers bet? Uh, how about a Chicago Cubs under when you got an 8.5 and, and it closes 8? Uh, or, of course, don't forget about the South Point. Or, sorry, um, what are we talking? Circa. So and Sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew. And I know Stormy. Stormy had uh, our guy Slavkovsky, number one. Stormy's a wise girl when it comes to the NHL and everything. Uh, and, of course, uh, my other two favorites, Mandalay Bay, LV Superbook, Westgate, wherever it may be, you walk up to me. You can show me those three baseball winners. Don't show me. <laughs> Excuse me. Sneezing all over the place today. You know what that means? It means I gotta do some vacuuming because Meadows hair is shedding and it's really terrible recently uh with the pup here. But uh, anyway, don't show me a WNBA ticket. There's only one ticket you're gonna show me after last night, guys. Someone that we never even heard of, but you know what? We're able to read the market, we're able to read the tea leaves, and we cash bigly on your eye, Slavkovsky. One overall. You love to see it, guys, especially when you got a little plus money and he closes minus two hundred. But flashing that one, first one's on me, next one's on you. We're gonna post about the book. So at sharp contrarian plays all night long. Have a fantastic weekend, everyone. Good luck. Enjoy the nice weather. Enjoy the summer. Uh, and hope you cash all your plays. I'll uh, we'll be back at it on Monday. But I would love you guys if you're around. Tune into betting Cross America three to four. Lombardi line twelve to two. We have a lot of great guests today, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna steam into the weekend, just like your Islavkovsky Kovsky steamed into the number one overall pick. So have a great day, guys. Good luck. Do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great weekend, guys.
1: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,